Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. All right. I'm back from what many would call, I would not disagree with them, the hardest racing, the, the hardest weekend of racing here in Texas, which is kind of odd because it's March and it's the first weekend in March this race always takes place. I'm talking about La Primavera. Lago Vista, which has been going on for almost 30 years, had a chat with the promoter. He's at year 28, I believe. He kind of jokingly, but then again, I don't know whether to take Don seriously or not, told me that for the 30th anniversary, they're going to have a Blue Angels flying over the race venue. We'll see. I'll probably be there because I love this race. This is the race that I have done the most amount of times here in Texas. I just don't miss it. Actually, rewinding the clock. Uh, this was the first race that I ever did for USA cycling as a cat five, apart from collegiate racing where I got started. My first race ever as a cat five was Lago Vista. And I remember going down the first hill and taking a pedal stroke and my chain completely popped. My chain popped, came off my bike. Literally my race was done before we had even done one mile of racing I remember I was with my buddy who had introduced me to weekend racing aside from collegiate racing up at the University of North Texas, a guy named Janos. We, after the race, we got in the car, we drove into Austin and went to a bike shop where I got a new chain. And then I raced the next day, Cat 5 on Sunday. And I think I, I think I was fifth or sixth, but anyhow, I love this race. I've actually won it before as well in the two, three category. So I've had a lot of good days here, a lot of good memories. Maybe that's why I like it, but at the same time, it's it's a beautiful race. It's run on a short circuit, five, six-mile circuit. You go around and around, got some crazy fast downhills. Little fun fact for you, the highest speed that I hit for the weekend was 59.6 miles per hour on Saturday. Uh, so anyhow, just a really fun, cool race, but at the same time, you've got to watch out for deer because there are deer all over the place. There's a golf course like right in the middle of the course. And so they like to kind of hang out on the golf course and then dart out. And it's got a lot of trees. So you don't see the deer sometimes when they come out, which leads me to another fun fact on Sunday. Unfortunately, there was a family of deer that ran out in the middle of the road as we were racing. I was a little bit further back. So I saw them. I yelled an expletive because I knew what was going to happen. Sure enough, the deer darted across the road. Several guys dodged it. Unfortunately, we did have one rider go down guy, uh, Michael Sheehan, local strongman here. So hopefully he is doing okay and he's healing up. Uh, but you know, unfortunately that's, uh, that's the nature of this course, but, uh, to get into the racing specifically, there really isn't, there really isn't a whole lot to report on. Um, it's hard racing. It's it's very intense racing. There are guys that come in from all over the place. We had some we had some of the better guys from Arkansas come down. We had some of the better guys that from Oklahoma come down. We had guys coming from I don't know where they came from. Skyline Racing a guy named Ryan Dewald, who's a really good bike racer. I think he lives up in the Northeast somewhere. So I mean, you've got people coming from all over the place. Number one, because they usually you know, think to themselves, the weather is going to be pretty nice for us over here. And then it's just a Texas classic. If you look at the list of the winners, there's a lot of depth and there's a lot of names that you will recognize on that list. So, uh, the format of the race Saturday goes 
clockwise, Sunday goes counterclockwise, kind of depending on what style of rider you are. Saturday is more for those people that are quote unquote non-climbers. It has a very gentle rise kind of climb on one side of it. And then the other side is predominantly downhill. Sunday runs the same way, but because you're going in the opposite direction, the downhill is pretty gentle, whereas the that was the gentle climb on Saturday, but then the uphill section on Sunday is like pretty gnarly. Uh, it, it's steep. It's got some very steep pitches. Remember, like I said, Saturday, I hit 59.6 miles per hour. You're, you're going up that on uh, on Sunday. So, all right, breaking down the racing. Saturday, weird. Uh, one of the easiest starts to a Lago Vista that I have ever had. It was super easy. Like we were going really slow for at least a lap, maybe a lap and a half. And then we kind of started racing, started getting hard. Um, generally the way that it goes is that, that gentle kind of gradual uphill section. That's where things happen. That's where people try to light it up, put in some digs, but it wasn't windy on Saturday. So it was kind of the calm before the storm actually, cause I'll get into Sunday in a second. So it wasn't really that windy. So that, that section of the course that is usually, um, selective. It's usually what makes the race. What didn't really have that many fireworks on it. I mean, there were some, there were some times where we were really going hard, but for the most part, it was, um, it's pretty tame. So just kind of lap after lap after lap, things trying to get off the front always got brought back. I tried my hand at some things, my teammate, Lucas and, and Kyle, they tried their hand at some things. This just wasn't meant to be. We were just basically going off the front, getting caught, getting brought back counters went, they got brought back. I mean, it was just like this all day long. So there were periods where the racing was very hot, very heavy. And then there were periods when the racing was not essentially what ended up happening was two riders went off the front very late in the race and they, they stayed off by a couple of seconds. Field sprint was for third. Um, we had Kyle Swanson finish fourth. I did my little part to kind of help position him on the last lap, moved him up in the field to where he was comfortable, you know, went by me, asked him if he was okay. He told me he had his wheel. He was sitting on the guy that had one pace spend the week before. And so he liked where he was and he was able to get a fourth place for the team. So that was uh, that was a good day. Um, difficult, not the most difficult Saturday that I've had though. Felt great about the fitness, was in there, mixing it up, was in some moves, going across to some moves, very active. Um, but I, I knew Again, there were some there were some riders that had a pretty easy day on Saturday. You can just tell that, that normally they'd be in the mix. Normally they'd be aggressive. Normally they'd be getting into moves, and for the most part, they kept the powder dry. They they weren't. Um, whether that was their intuition telling them that it was going to come down to a field sprint or not, I don't know. But either way, I knew that there were going to be some fresher legs going into Sunday, and I knew it was going to be on. Uh, so anyhow, wrap up Saturday, legs felt good, did all the right recovery things, rolling out the legs, doing the, uh, the air relax, which is same as a, a Normatec, you know, doing all those, doing all those things, stretching all those good things. Got a good night's rest Sunday. Um, very odd, but even right now we're experiencing like record low temperatures, record highs for the day. So a cold front came in. So it was not windy on Saturday because Mother Nature was saving it up for Sunday. Sunday, this cold front came in and it was cold and that wind was blowing and it felt super cold. So now going into Sunday, counterclockwise, going 
up the part that we came down on Saturday. So like I said, steeper pitches, um, and then the, the downhill part was more gradual. What ended up happening was we ended up having a headwind up the climb. So that would be, you know, helpful for the guys that are quote unquote non-climbers. Um, and then more of a tailwind on the downhill section, although it was kind of a cross, it was more of kind of a cross tailwind, maybe even more of a cross weird day, but here's how this one played out again, kind of fresher legs, like I said, from Saturday. So some of those boys were ready to play. They really were jamming it and forced. I would say it was more of a selection versus a break. It was 12, 13 guys. So it was a pretty, pretty substantial part of the field. The field was 50, I believe 50 or 60, uh, probably closer to 50. So it, it was more of a, of a split, I would say. Um, Lucas was attentive enough, our, our younger rider, attentive enough to be near the front at the beginning and was able to make it into that selection. I had the fitness to, but once again, Mario, it's about positioning. It's about being in the right place at the right time. The race had just started. I had done a good warm up, by the way, so I was ready to go hard from the gun, but you know, I wasn't paying attention and I missed it. And so all of a sudden, with 13 guys, you better believe most of the teams were represented. So those of us caught out and, and sitting back there were not willing to, you know, attack and try to get across and drag the entire field. So we just sat and sat and sat. And eventually that that gap went out to the to the point where we knew all of us in the pack, we knew that it was probably not going to get brought back. And then you had the indecision of people not wanting to work, not wanting to pull through. I'm raising my hand, me being one of them. I wasn't going to bring them back to Lucas. Uh, even though he was one in 13, some of the teams had up to four guys in there. So odds wise, you kind of don't like what you see. But at the same time, Lucas has shown that he can sprint. He's a fast finisher. He's super fit. So I was thinking, well, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to try to get up there because I don't want to ruin this thing. And then we've got to reset all over again. Unfortunately, Kyle, who got fourth the day before, had a mechanical, like literally not even a mile into the race. And so he was out. Um, and so that just left us the two guys. And that kind of hamstrung us quite a bit. The legs, man, I, I, I didn't feel great on Sunday. I, I don't know what it was, but in, in terms of my mentality, I was really having to battle on Sunday. I was really having to battle. I was really having to push down feelings of, you don't have it today, man, your legs aren't good, man, what's going on? I mean, yesterday you felt so great and today you didn't. And honestly, it, I, I started thinking to myself, well, yesterday was harder than you thought, man. Yesterday totally wiped you out. I mean, why'd you go so deep? But it, it really, I mean, looking at it from a numbers standpoint, looking at it from my training stress score and all those kinds of things, it really honestly wasn't that hard of a day the day before. It really wasn't. It was just that I wasn't connecting the dots mentally somehow to, to kind of keep myself in the right place mentally to be able to just continue to push forward, whether that was the wind and it was the cold, um, you know, the, the steep pitches, the fact that I had missed the break, whatever it was, I was just constantly going back and forth between, geez, you feel terrible. This is not the day. How are you going to get this done today? And then, and then battling back and being like, no, this is great. You know, you're a professional. You belong in this race. You're good. The fitness is good. Don't worry about it. There will be opportunities that will open up for you later. And so just in my battle between both of these, uh, I tried some things. There, there were some guys that, um, some guys that were onesies, so they didn't have any teammates and they weren't interested in helping everybody. So 
There were periods where instead of them being on the front, they would try to attack and roll off the front and go and maybe try to bridge to the move. So I jumped on a few of those attempts and got on the wheel and, you know, looked in, for the opportunity for them to take us across, get us close, do something. So I was, I was active. Uh, there were periods where I was active and I was there and I was engaged and I was all in. There was one point later in the race where I just, I, I took the opportunity to just roll off the front. I felt a lull in the pace and I rolled off the front, move of one. Uh, at that point, the breakaway was pretty, I mean, again, calling it a breakaway. At this point, I think it was probably down to eight or nine guys. Some guys had popped off that move. Um, it, I went solo just because I knew I wasn't going to catch the break. And I, I knew that uh, I was just benefiting myself and why not? Let's try it. Um, so I did. That actually ended up drawing out a couple of guys. And, but again, I didn't have the legs and unfortunately, you know, the evidence showed when those guys caught up to me and we started trying to rotate through and I quickly realized like I don't have much left, um, you know, going up the steeper parts of the climb, I was pretty much just, I wouldn't come into a standstill, but I was going substantially slower than those guys. So it was one of those things where I was having to close the gap once we got to a flatter section, which was making me burn a match, which I was already burning going up the uphill because I wasn't going as hard as them anyways. Um, and then something, so something happened to me here and I, I, I you know, thinking about this, I, I don't know how to break it down. Uh, I got punked. I actually got punked uh, once a couple of the guys caught up to me. There was a point where... I was pulling on the uphill and we we got to almost the top of the uphill and one of the guys went around me and, you know, if you want to keep things together, you know that you should, if the guy was just pulling and you guys are going on an uphill, you got to give him time to, to get back in. And uh, he didn't, he kind of punched it a little bit. He He didn't attack, but he accelerated a little bit. It was subtle, but it was enough. And... I got gapped and I had to chase. I, I mean, the, the guys coming behind us were pretty far away still. And so I was like, you got to get back on that move. It was, it was two guys and then myself. So I, I put in a major dig to get back up there. And then when I got back up there, you know, they're asking me to pull through. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to pull through. I mean, this guy literally just accelerated on me knowing that I was going on, you know, going up and uphill. And so I sat, but even sitting I wasn't feeling great. Um, and it was just kind of one of those things where honestly, looking back on it, and this is me calling myself out completely. Uh, I did this 71 mile road race on a bottle and a quarter of fluid total. Uh, and I don't know how much I ate, but I probably only ate like 300 or 400 calories worth of food when I burned 2,400 or 2,500 so it's my fault. I did not eat appropriately. Please don't take that as a badge of honor on my part. That is silly of me and don't do that. Make sure you're eating takeaway. When it's cold conditions, you're not going to want to. I mean, I had cliff blocks. They were frozen. They were hard to chew. You know how it goes. Your gels freeze up. I mean, whatever. It's hard to reach in your pockets with gloves. Got to make the effort to do that because again, as I said, the fitness is good. So there was something there that wasn't clicking well for me, whether it was my mindset and that was it, whether it was the nutrition part that I wasn't taking care of that bled into the mindset. It doesn't really matter. The point of the fact is, is that 
I just didn't have what it took to be able to stay with those guys. Those guys that eventually stayed away and came in, in front of the pack. So I drifted back to the pack and that's where I, that's where I finished. It was a small reduced group. It really was a hard man's race. I don't know what place I got. A lot of people were saying, man, you guys just look like you guys are just trying to survive. And that's exactly what we were doing. We were just trying to survive out there. <laughs> it was cold. It was windy. It was a miserable day. Uh, but that's Lago Vista. And I wouldn't expect anything less. Just a good, hard race. As I sit here on Tuesday, a couple of days removed. Had an easy day yesterday on the bike. Have another easy day today. We will get back to proper work on Wednesday, but not to be overlooked. Yesterday and today are also proper days of work because you got to make sure you're doing your easy days. You got to make sure you're recovering. You got to make sure you're ready to go so that when you do get back to interval training or, you know, riding long or whatever, you got to make sure that you're, that you're back as recovered as you can be to be able to take that stuff on. All right, y'all, that is the race recap. Got a few weeks off from racing, and then I'll be back at the Tour of Corsicana. Been putting in my time on the time trial bike and being diligent to that, so I'm fired up about that little five-mile time trial that uh, Zach Lytle and company have got for us in store for us over at the Tour of Corsicana. So we will see how that goes. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, y'all. Hey, y'all, I actually forgot to put this in... The race recap of La Primavera, Lago Vista, but I wanted to make sure to jump back on here and give this to you guys. Amp HP, PR Lotion. Folks, if you haven't looked into this, if you haven't taken my advice, if you haven't given it serious consideration, I really think that you should. Um, this stuff works. I'm telling you, take it from me. Take it from a lot of my Elevate teammates now on the club team that I handed sample packets out to. They used it this past weekend. They said it worked. They loved it. They're actually going to buy some on their own. And best of all, I've got a discount code for you. So if you really want to look into it, I actually saw an ad today that said that they're offering a money back guarantee if you don't think this stuff works. I mean, they're serious about it. They believe in it. I believe in it. Anybody that I give it to begins to believe in it. So where are you at? Get on it. Amp HP, PR Lotion. Hit me up if you want the code or if you need any more information.